0: Welcome back to Season 2 of the Aware Podcast. In this global podcast, Nikki and Sarah your hosts, chat to inspirational guests who've all had a breakthrough moment in either life, leadership or business. We share our adventures as we talk through the moments, courage, laughter and insight. A big thank you to all our listeners and we hope that you're going to enjoy Season 2 as much as you did Season 1. Don't forget Rate, review, subscribe, and share to keep us moving forward.
1: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times.
0: We appear to be having a few tech difficulties today. It was one of those days when microphone went down and I I think some rain and storms around playing into it. So apologies to Darren. There's um, some clicking sounds, but um, he was so interesting. We wanted to play this in full and we will certainly um, get Darren back on with click-free noise in the background um, at a later stage.
3: Okay, well, good morning. I'd like to welcome everyone to AWARE today. Very excited with our special guest. Um, We have Darren Moffat, CEO of so many things, but um, he's CEO of WebBuzz, the growth marketing agency, you know, quite a few other uh, businesses as well. And we're really excited to hear about how that all connects together but we'd really like to welcome you today and thank you for joining us.
1: Well thanks Sarah, thanks Nikki. Uh, no, I'm really excited to be here and your congratulations on the podcast and you know uh, getting it off the ground and out there into the big wide world. I I, I have a podcast myself as you guys I think know and I know it's oh,
0: a business is it?
1: Nerds of business that's right and <laughs> And I know the effort that it takes to get something like this off the ground, so, you know, congratulations.
0: Yeah, look, uh, well, we, we love being in the podcast world. Uh, we had another podcast called The Business Hangover, um, uh, but we had to give that up because yeah. of the hangovers. It, it just got a little tough. That's correct. <laughs> we don't bounce back so well no more. Not at this age, no. it's, it's tough coming back. <laughs> um, look, I think I'd like to start. Maybe with the nerds in business because I love the title. It tells me you're unashamedly a nerd, um, and uh, I think it'd be great to explore the discovery of nerddom and and what you do on that podcast, or what what is it that you're you're um, inspiring your listeners to hear.
1: Yeah, thanks, Sarah. Um, look, Nerds of Business uh, uh, was a little idea that came to me a couple of years ago. I sat on it for a little while, like a lot of um, ideas that uh, that that I get, I think, um, I actually learned that from training to be a writer. Uh, So I I, um, did a Bachelor of English um, literature at university. And uh, one of the the sort of rules or tips that they give you as a writer is always sit on your first draft for three months. And I, I, I apply that to business ideas because inevitably, you might get a bit excited about something you know, you've got all that enthusiasm. But you know, if you then put that in the drawer, bottom drawer for three months and let it sit, and then you come back to it with fresh eyes, yeah. often you'll then say, oh, well, that wasn't a good idea after all. Or, oh, well, actually, I can see that. That could really work, but it needed X, Y, and Z to actually work. So uh, that's what happened with Nerd. I kind of sat on it for a while, put it in the bottom drawer, and then came back to it. And and really the whole uh, premise of the show is that we're problem-solving the entrepreneurial journey. And what we're how we're doing that is that each series is themed around a particular topic, branding or product development. Uh, the latest series is on mindset. And then each individual episode is one problem within the broader theme of the, the series challenge. And then we get nerds, you know, we get uh, subject matter experts uh, on on the theme uh, to be our sort of experts and, um, and nerds. And then, of course, we interview um, entrepreneurs and they also get called nerds and yeah. uh, and then we chop it all up and turn it into a documentary style narrative that's the show
0: oh fantastic yeah, fantastic awesome. look i love the celebration of a nerd i think um we call ourselves dorks yes. uh, because we're a bit more dorky than nerdy but it's it's nice. really the same theme of there's a real thirst out there for real experience rather than um, stories that aren't based in reality. And um, we're finding the stories we're hearing are just incredible and it's a reminder of everyone's fascinating in their own way. Um, For you, on your journey of, we've we've talked a bit about this, these mind pods, these mind potentials, people who go in, absorb something, learn and then drop off and then start something else. What do you think um, started that for you? Where, Where does that come from, that desire to know, learn and then share back?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And um, there's a, you, you might be familiar with it, there's a there's a sort of a framework that uh, lots of people in Silicon Valley talk about called uh, infinite learning. So that, that is, you know, the continuous learning, and it really comes back to an innate sense of curiosity. Um, and I find in people that um, that uh, certainly that's something that, that can be learned, I'm not saying it can't be learned or developed over time. But I think to some large extent it's hardwired. I mean people are either yeah. really quite curious about the world and they you know they want to keep moving on and learning the next thing or they're not so much that way inclined. Um that's just the way I'm I'm wired. I am pretty curious. I like to to keep keep moving forward and learning things that some would say it, perhaps in the past to my detriment in the sense that uh you know I I have suffered in the past a little bit from shiny object syndrome you know oh look at this new thing over here and and you know and that can take you away from your attention away from your core business right so so there's a danger in that um and i've learned hopefully to kind of balance that or mitigate that uh, a bit better over time but yes i think you know being an infinite learner um it really does come back to that sense of Curiosity, yes, when it comes to uh, curiosity, I I think it really is one of the sort of core foundation stones of being an entrepreneur, because you need to be curious about uh, the problems that uh, people and customers have. And you then need to be hyper curious about digging until you find the solution and iterating your offer until it meets the market. And that's so yeah, a sense of curiosity and and infinite learning, I think is is really core.
3: And I think you're right, and and you mentioned as well, you know, sort of the the bright and shiny. You know, Sarah and I are a little bit like that. We have a really big whiteboard in the office, and you know, often you come in and there's like a brain explosion mm-hmm. of ideas. But you know, take... it's like
0: our drawer. It's like your bottom drawer. That's correct. We shelve it up there.
3: <laughs> That's correct. And if if we come back and can draw it into you know, a, a picture and create some connections and commercialise it, then, okay, we're going to keep it and we'll do something with it. But I think the, you know, the other thing as well is that essence of curiosity that's certainly, you know, really um, ingrained within our AWARE program and that reality check because if you're not curious, then that's that point. You stay in your boundaries. You stay in your box you don't dig a little bit deeper and want to find something out and you know the common trait of you know not everyone can be entrepreneurial they can be creative Mm. but it's the curiosity that just bounces you forward to go right I'm going to look
0: into this a little bit more. I always think uh, entrepreneurs have to have that curiosity ingrained. I do agree yeah. I think you got it or you don't yeah mm. um, but also an absolute fearlessness of of failing like actually embracing failure and chasing it a little mm. and I think those two things uh, are the things that separates people who want to be an entrepreneur and those who actually end up succeeding in some way my, my yes. question for you Darren is as a kid were you an entrepreneur as a kid yeah mm. were wow, you that's... curious and chasing and and, and brave and
1: fearless. Um, gee, I don't know if I, if I would say I was an entrepreneur as a kid. I was certainly creative, and uh, I was certainly uh, a bossy little brat. Uh, and I was, you know, putting kids into groups and you know, sort of organizing them. Uh, I remember doing that. Uh, that that's that's uh, that's that's a bit wild. I was probably. Just, leader well some would say controller <laughs>
2: yeah
1: exactly i don't know what it is but i do remember organizing teams of kids when i was probably 6 or 7 with uh, you know would show would indicate that, that that's hardwired um, but certainly what i can tell you is that um, by the time i got into my late teens uh, i was playing in bands and then in my early 20s uh, i started to uh, book bands and, and promote shows and mm-hmm. uh, and and that eventually led all the way to Getting uh, an an Australia Council grant and going and touring with that one of my bands uh, over over in England and having songs played on radio over in London and uh, all kinds of amazing experiences. So well,
0: you got so, that out of your CV, didn't
1: you? I did. Well, you know, um, you the know.
0: rock star bit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, it's, it's, I used to talk about it a bit. I tend not to talk about it much these days, but, but yeah, look, uh, I, I wrote songs uh, for a lot of years and I, I, I had a very minor success, nothing really to write home about, but it gave me um, a lot of uh, experience. And I look back on it now and I see that was the real germination of, of being an entrepreneur, so to speak, and yeah. you know, running businesses, even though it made virtually no money. I mean, there was no, no real profits to be- You're you know, talking
0: to the partner of a rock star, so um, yeah, there's no
1: money in it. <laughs> oh really? You've got a rock star connection too.
0: yeah I do. That's
1: why I went. Oh, I didn't see that in your CV. Yeah. Oh okay.
0: Well, that's. Well, very chat
1: good. Offline on that. Chat <laughs> off- off-line on that. Yeah. There's there's no money in it. But no. but look, there's a lot of good times. And and and, yeah. and you, um, uh, I'm a firm believer that um, your uh, youth is uh, should be used for uh, living and lots of experiences. Yeah. I mean, you can always. Uh, you know, if you if if, if, you're, if you're of an entrepreneurial bent and you've got a bit of drive, you can always make money later. But You don't get those early years back, and so uh, I, I always had that philosophy at a young age, and and so I went off and did all these crazy things, and uh, and and really now I look back and I'm I'm so glad that I did because you simply cannot do a lot of that stuff when you're on the other side of forty or whatever the case may be.
0: Do you think you might need an awareness reality check? Hey, we all do at some point. That's why we created the quiz, the ARC. And we can take you through the foundations of being self-aware and other-aware. And this can be the deal-breaker in your life, leadership and business. So jump on, it's free, do the quiz and see where your gaps might be. They could be the change you're looking for. Agree totally. The 20s are certainly for experimenting with your different coats, who am I and that yeah. flexing of all oh, you know where are my boundaries where's that line in the sand but also who am i and which one do i like best which Absolutely. version of me yes. is the one i like best? and I, I think by the time you hit 40 they converge that's right you you know? take a
3: little bit of all of those coats and
0: you know um well hopefully they converge in yeah and unify it, it, you and you bring all that knowledge that flexibility and that um i i think adaptability into whatever you're doing, then. Yeah.
1: Are we talking Dolly Parton's coat coat of many colors?
0: Oh, what what we're talking?
1: <laughs> yeah. well, whilst, whilst we're on the music theme here, it's, 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 it sounds like we should bring in some some Dolly Parton there. And yeah, I
3: sing for you if you want.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: no, really badly. Mean, yeah, don't be mean. We like you. We're not going to inflict our singing on you.
1: <laughs> okay. All right.
3: <laughs> but I think the other thing as well that I really, apart from the fact we didn't know you were rock, you you have a rock style background, um, is. Also, as well, you seem to be, you know, all the areas that you've focused on and you've gained such a strong reputation for have been really creating that opportunity for others and and engaging back to the community. What sort of draws you back to that point?
1: Uh, Yeah, that's really interesting that you've picked that up, Nikki. I mean, uh, I would say that my... I I like... um, I like collaboration and, and I, I like um, the idea of teams and I'm not uh, one for cult of personality. You know, you look at a lot of entrepreneurs out there who built massive personal brands and well done to them, but it's very much built around that, what I regard as quite an egocentric sort of cult of, cult of yeah. personality. So yeah. I much prefer the the collaboration um, approach. And, and my view, and it's certainly not an exclusive view, lots of people hold this view, is that, the role of of, of a good leader is to um, facilitate uh, opportunities for others uh, opportunities to thrive opportunities to um, achieve amazing uh, results or to achieve their personal dreams or goals and when it comes to customers you know the role of a good leader in my view is is to um, steer the ship in the right direction set the culture set the tone but essentially empower people to you know, run, run their own show within that yeah. um, and, and not micromanage. So, um, yeah, it's a fine balance sometimes, you know, I, I do certainly have control-free tendencies, uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I'd like to think most of the time I get it right in, in, in the sense that you just set that tone, set that direction,
3: yeah.
1: hire good people, support them, train them,
3: mm-hmm. and
1: then uh, the magic then tends to uh, t- tends to happen.
3: Yeah, and I think it goes back to that, you know, point that Sarah was making before around not, you know, fearing people being better than you, not fearing that sense of competition. It, it's about that, you know, we're both so fortunate, you know, we get to do what we love and we happen to get paid for it. Mm. And that's yeah. really cool and, and therefore you have a positive impact on other people. But
0: that doesn't arrive, you know, on your first business venture. No. Like no. you've got to go through the rough and tumble. Same with being a musician, the rough and tumble of doing the pub gigs and no one turning up And yes. in order to fine-tune your art. I've always thought leadership and psychology are very similar. Psychology actually our purpose is for you never to see us again. So we're actually training and doing work so that you never use us again. That's and true. I think a good leader's got that same mentality, that you mm-hmm. don't need me to lead you again. If I do my job right, you don't need me. I'll be there you know, in the background running the show, but you won't need me to do your job. You'll be a a good leader, I think, nearly makes themselves... um,
3: Well, they make themselves redundant. I know I I always talk to, you know, clients. I know I've done the right job as running a consulting company in that I transfer knowledge, so I'm out of here. So you don't need me in the future. Mm.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree with that, and if you like, I can give you a little little story or example.
3: Love a, love a story.
1: <laughs> love a story. Okay. Uh, so um, uh, one of the businesses I have is called Seniors First, and it's a um, uh, it's a specialist finance broker for people over sixty. So to help help them release equity from their home when they're retired and um, through reverse mortgages and so on. And that business has been going for about fifteen years. It's uh, it's really it does pretty well. It's quite successful. And um, about six, seven years ago, I hired a, um, a person called Andrew Kate, and uh, he's uh, just a fabulous member of the team. And in that time, I think he's written about 850, 900 loans for wow. homeowners and, and seniors in, across Australia. And recently, about a month or two ago, one of our um, main lenders were sort of celebrating a milestone at their end, and, and they wanted to put... You know get some comment from us and put us in the story and so on now they approached andrew because you know he does he's the one writing a lot of the business and i was very happy to let him take that moment you know i mean uh, i'm not trying to sort of put tickets on myself or what what have you but i think a lot of the temptation for a lot of leaders would have been well this is coming this is about our company i'll take this one thanks you know i'll take the accolades here thank you very much Um, (laughs) yeah yeah but but i felt that it was important for him to have his moment in the sun uh you know he's such uh he's done such a wonderful job he's so great with the customers and you know writing that many loans is a massive massive achievement so so you know he he was in the press release Uh, he he got the kudos Uh, my name didn't appear anywhere um, and, you know, I felt that, that that was the right thing to do. And, you know, yeah. I think it, it, it takes, as you touched on before, you've got to be reasonably secure in yourself mm-hmm. as a leader to allow that, you know, like, so if people have a very thin skin or they feel insecure, then I think they're less likely to uh, be generous of spirit and, yeah. and, and let that kind of stuff happen. Um, but in our case, it was the right decision, both for him, the, the business, the company, and also uh, for our lender partner.
0: And there we are with that, uh, you know, that internal and external awareness of knowing I'm not in leadership to be this in the spotlight, I'm in leadership to grow. And whether Absolutely. that's people or the business or your own goals. And yep. I think uh, many businesses get so unstuck, and particularly in the COVID landscape, when they've realised they've hired leaders who aren't really there for the the growth of other their teams or the business That's that are right. there because they want the you know the c-suite tag and we're finding a lot of that aren't we a lot yes. of CEOs are struggling Absolutely. because the skills they needed that warmth that giving that um, lack of ownership now and handing handing stages over to other people they haven't had to do and they can't they just don't know how to have that um, incredible external awareness.
3: And I think you touched on it before, Darren, when you were saying around the traditional, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, the entrepreneurial was more about the high ego, puffy chest. Entrepreneurial now is about, it is about creating a legacy beyond myself. That's what entrepreneurialship is. It's, it's you know, creating a product or a team or whatever it is that doesn't have to have your head you know, placarded
0: at the front to know that you have contributed. And it doesn't have to be driven by money. I think when we, yeah. we, our goal of success is the bank account, although we all not like a good bank account. But if that's the absolute purpose, I think it becomes an empty promise. It's an empty business that yeah. I think as we move forward with tech, especially those businesses are going to falter and fail because people are too savvy now. They understand the difference between I'm selling an empty promise or an, or an empty business in terms of um, value and authenticity Absolutely. and
1: connection. That's right. And, and, you know, to your point around uh, the you know, money, um, again, I've got another little story there. When I got together with my now long-term partner, um, I'd, I'd only just recently started my first business and, I, you know, we, we were in coming through the GFC. It was really quite tough. And yeah. we were having some arguments about money, you know, and I, 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 I remember saying to her, look, I'm not really driven by money. And she was about seven months pregnant at the time of our first child. She didn't really want to hear that. Uh, did yeah. no, I, no, I, it's a pregnant woman I can, don't
0: care about money. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. I can tell
1: you, it didn't really go down very well, and uh, and we we had some real ding dong arguments over it. Uh, but uh, uh, but um, you know, I, I what I was trying to say was that. I'm more about achievement and building a sustainable business that has a lot of positive value for people in the world. Mm-hmm. And if I can do that, the money will come. That's my... But that's my altruism, isn't
0: it? it? It is. I mean, all the research shows us whether yeah. you want it or not, when you give absolutely from the heart and expect nothing in return, weirdly enough, there is a profitable margin that comes back at you. That's so amazing. Do you think you might need an awareness reality check? Hey, we all do at some point. That's why we created the quiz, the ARC, and we can take you through the foundations of being self-aware and other-aware, and this can be the deal-breaker in your life, leadership and business. So jump on, it's free, do the quiz, and see where your gaps might be. They could be the change you're looking for.
1: We're in very interesting times uh, now with the rise of the Me Too movement, and and the changes in uh, the very necessary changes actually in corporate culture and um, and we're now seeing a much greater focus on diversity these are all amazing positive things but uh, inevitably they're creating challenges for oldest sort of male white male buffy blokes if i can put it that way uh, who are not not used to sharing power not used to uh to uh sharing influence and um and so we're in, obviously still in that transition phase now we know how it's gonna turn out. We know that we're in the middle of cultural change and, and where we are headed, perhaps still not quite fast enough, but we're getting there is a, a more uh, diverse culture, a more equitable system and that, and when, and the studies have shown. You guys would, would know this. You'd be across this more than me. Mm. Um, but the studies have shown that a more cultural workforce mm. is a better workforce. Yeah. I mean, uh, sorry, I'm more a more diverse workforce is is, is, yeah. is a better, more effective workforce. Yeah. And and uh, and so that's what you yeah, know. We should all be uh, striving. Absolutely.
0: With. I mean, you're right. The research is showing that the more diversified our uh, teams are, yep. the more adaptable, more flexible, more creative, the yep. more sustainable they are. And yet exactly. we're so slow on taking that on. That's right. You know? That's right. And they're authentic by nature.
3: You know, they're, they're naturally authentic when you embrace everything around us and what our world looks like. I mean, I remember when I went to, to school, um, you know, and, many moons ago, um, when I was in primary Jurassic school, period. maybe Jurassic period, um, is that um, I didn't, um, there wasn't a lot of you know disability um, with, with children integrated into mainstream schooling, whereas I'll never forget the day one of my kids came home and said, everyone is the same, regardless of, of the, their circumstances. And I sat back and I thought, wow, these children mm-hmm. are going to be better humans because they're experiencing mm-hmm. every facet of life yeah. and every diversity and they're seeing The
1: new world view.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's the new world view. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think there is a downside, though, if I can bring this up. and uh, Not a downside to that particular aspect. I agree wholeheartedly yeah. with that. But, you know, one of the things I have noticed is that with the whole Helicopter parenting—that yeah. um, has—that's uh, not
3: us. Where the you'll be right. <laughs> Get out there.
1: Get out there. Stop annoying me. Go and go figure it out for yourself.
3: That's my uh, problem. Get over yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I have um, you know read some some articles, uh, and certainly anecdotally talking to, um, other parents and you know a piece of friends and people that we know that the the kid the. the the tendency for kids these days to be le- less resilient because um they uh, they've had mummy or daddy sort of you know spoon feeding and everything and the helicopter parenting and and all that kind of stuff and so by the time they hit their teens um and get out into the workforce you know uh they they've been conditioned to expect that someone's going to do that for them um, and so that is a, that is a real danger so whilst we've gained on uh the diversity and, and improvements to culture and yeah. And, uh, and all the rest of it, I think uh, we've lost something as well on, on, on that side with the, with the resilience in, in the younger generation.
0: Absolutely. We were talking to her, uh, a great uh, woman that's on a, one of our guests and she was saying exactly that. She was in Mexico City and she was telling us that at 18, um, she moved out of home and had a real reality check when she realised that not everyone likes her, not everyone's going to make it easy for her. And some people just think she does a really bad job. And, and she's she, not going to get a prize just for, for participating. being, just for turning up. And she found it really <laughs> difficult to go from what her parents had culturally told her, that she was so special, everything she does is magnificent, which is that helicopter parenting, yeah. to the real world that said, no, you're not special. And you're going to have to work your ass off to get yeah. any praise here. Yeah. And yep. it, that, that was her kind of aware moment of going, oh, my God, the world is really different once I leave home.
1: And, and you know what? That's great that she had that moment. But, yeah. um, you know, from what I can gather, uh, there, there's certainly um, instances where people don't get to that breakthrough. Yeah, moment. And I was talking with someone who's pretty senior in the public sector and someone else who uh, runs a um, quite a successful real estate agency. Um, and they were both. We were at, at a dinner, and they were both saying the same thing: that they, you know, they were hiring young people, and not all of them, decent cohort, were getting the job, and then within a few months were wanting a promotion and, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a pay rise, and if I don't get it, I'm off, and and you know, there's it, it's a very different psychology, you know, when when we all started working, uh, you know, uh, you you, you, you it. started at the bottom, yeah. and, and you did what the boss damn said, and, and if you and and if you didn't, there was trouble. Um, yeah. So. We don't want to go back to those old days. But equally, no. like you, you still, people still have to put in the hard yard, yeah. you know, learn the ropes, um, they pay some dues, all the rest of it. And, and, and if you're smart about it, you're, you're working for a good boss who knows what he or she is doing and yeah. you are absorbing. You're watching and learning and, you're, and this is then going to form yeah. the basis for your later development.
0: That yeah. observing is really important because I think they, they think they should be gifted. rather than absorb and observe and I I think it's a failing that our generation has done and the school system and 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 I'm going to blame as a psychologist psychology as well yes which which is saying that everything in life someone else has to take responsibility and help you through it rather than saying you know in life sometimes you've got to find your own way and sometimes there isn't a resolution or a solution it is what it is and you have to let it go work through it and, and find a pathway yeah i think darren between the three of us we could rewrite parenting and oh um, absolutely <laughs> we've got all the we've got all the solutions
1: it, it, it's, simple it's, it's, all it's, it, it's it's all there it's um yes uh well let's bring on the tv show and the, and the netflix oh, series, i think right? we do
3: absolutely and if we run out of ideas we'll go to your bottom drawer and raid <laughs> all those things that have been there for that's three right
1: months. yes those those old ideas from 10 20 years ago pull them out <laughs> That uh, might, might have been embarrassing
3: for me, but anyway, I think, it, do you know what? It's been so lovely to, to talk with you. And I think, as Sarah said, there's just that commonality in that if you're genuine, you receive, you know, genuine outcomes. Um, And when should... things are focused on being internally comfortable and internally aware, but always curious to be challenged, um, then it is about you know what we portray because we actually inherently believe it.
0: And there's your segue to Darren's uh, aware reality check score. Yeah. I thought you were oh. doing that. I oh, know you're doing. Oh, it, I'm right. doing that one. <laughs> <laughs> so Darren, <laughs> um, your score was control, which which you saw control. But and control means you have reached in our assessments and research. The, the lovely balance of internal and external awareness, meaning you're working now deeply on yourself, but you're getting how you imprint on others and how others are viewing you and starting to adjust and develop that with more and more confidence. And I think that's exactly what we're seeing yeah. from you. So for us, you know, when we saw that score, we, we that's why we want them beforehand because we yeah. want to see the score and then meet you and go, oh, yeah, we get that. We, yeah. we can see that growth or yeah I'm not sure they answered that correctly but (laughs) but definitely hearing you what I'm thinking is your um, internal awareness is beautiful but there's there's this lovely continual expansion of how you're viewing the world how you want the the world to see what you do and that's running that beautiful theme through your community connection and your sharing Mm. Um, and all we would say on there is you know it'll be fascinating to see you digging even deeper and, and working out what else is there yet for me to discover about who i am and how i can imprint on the world so it's a it's a lovely um a lovely result from your score and then meeting you and seeing how it ties in yeah absolutely do you think you might need an awareness reality check hey we all do at some point that's why we created the quiz the arc And we can take you through the foundations of being self-aware and other-aware. And this can be the deal-breaker in your life, leadership and business. So jump on, it's free, do the quiz and see where your gaps might be. They could be the change you're looking for. Oh,
1: thanks guys. That uh, that sounds uh, all pretty positive. I'm not... Not sure if I recognise the person you're describing there, but
0: uh <laughs> the awareness he has it. <laughs> not in his own head. That's correct. <laughs> See the imprint you're making on us. It's That's working. correct.
3: No fucking <laughs> chest there. You're all good. You're all fine.
1: Oh well, yeah. It's uh you you've got to uh, a little bit of humility hopefully um does help, but uh a long way. Yeah.
0: Darren, we have loved talking to yeah, you. I think I'd like to actually uh, unpack a little bit more with you about that that connection that altruistic part that how important it is to have a, a wider view of what you're doing and be always looking around at the world and society and what is the changing is there something we can do there and 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 that um that concept of the young coming into the workforce and struggling is actually Nikki and I in our draw have a program for that more yeah. businesses, because we, we've seen it and we know it's an issue. And yeah. um, and if not addressed, it's going to be a big kind of workplace issue because Absolutely. it lends itself to so much conflict and misunderstanding. Yeah. yeah
1: I mean, one, one more thing on that that sort of just I, you've um, fired up a memory of mine is that these guys that I was at dinner with, they, they were both struck by what this current cohort of young kids coming into the workforce uh, a saying is the most important thing for them in a in a workplace, and that is that they feel safe. And I was blown away by that. I mean, I, I just thought, "Wow, that is a really interesting
0: powerful word."
1: Yeah, yeah, like place to come from, like that. You you need to feel safe, like
3: You're not
0: uh, nurtured or challenged or uh,
3: or curious. Uh-huh. It's that they
0: feel protected. They feel they're not vulnerable in workplaces technically aren't your safe zone you're your safe zone
1: yeah that's right and 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 you know like uh, look, we all remember the workplaces back in the 80s you know like i don't oh, know wait, if it, but, what are you on about <laughs> <laughs> i weren't terribly safe uh, in, oh, in, a, in, a, in a way whether whether it was the boss coming uh, coming back to the office drunk after a three-hour <laughs> session or yeah. whatever it might have been um, yeah, they But here to get
0: something done <laughs>
1: But it just really struck me that 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 is the mindset that is the mentality uh not all the time but very often in in this generation and yeah. and i think that that you know and and these, these guys i was uh, at lunch with they did say they really struggled with that like they've struggled to adapt their work workplace uh, environment to yeah. meet that um
0: absolutely because then it becomes am i I am I, um, a token of society meaning society is unsafe so therefore I have to be safe but what do you mean do I have to make you mentally and physically safe no matter what and where does your personal responsibility really come, in. come in for your own safety yeah, uh, yeah. It, it is a, a really um, murky arena for business yeah. owners
1: yeah well like anything um, I think that a lot of that, like having the qualifications, is one part of it, necessary part of it. But a lot of it is life Surely, I mean, a lot of it is, 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 is you know, the experience, all of the conversations, the different scenarios you've already encountered. You know, I mean, that twenty so, stuff
0: you talked about. You know, that throwing yourself in the world at twenty yeah. and seeing what sticks. That's correct. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And I think you
3: also captured it as well around that whole point of resilience, you know, we've become so connected as a world, but yet we're so disconnected in our self-belief. And I think that's where, you know, and as Sarah said, that's a lot of the stuff that we work on is around, Mm -hmm. you know, building that, you know, resilience, but also more, not just resilience, more the ability to, Mm -hmm. to take it, absorb it, and just and bounce forward and accept the learning from it but yeah. not
0: feel always judged by the learning yeah, no, we, we could really change the world yeah. uh darren the three of us um we could, we could, maybe, could. maybe
1: we already have in a small way yeah, no,
0: correct hopefully yeah. people listening will be inspired and start going hmm which bit of this is relative to me which is yeah. about awareness that Absolutely. that idea of you you don't know what you don't know until you hear it. That's correct, um, Darren. It's been a real pleasure for all our listeners. Definitely listen to after our chat and and get all his links, follow his podcast. Um, and really, it's been a, a real it's been thrill. Fantastic, it's been
3: really lovely.
0: To speak.
1: oh well, thanks guys. No, it's, it's, it's uh, likewise. I've had a, a wonderful time. I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to appear on your show and have such a interesting, thought provoking conversation. And um, yeah, wish you well with it. And, um, you know, these kind of these kind of chats that are um, sort of, they touch on, you know, of course, psychology, but there's some philosophy in there. There's Absolutely. Then there's some, some business stuff and some culture stuff. I think, uh, you know, in the cut and thrust of everyday sort of business, a lot of, too often it kind of, this stuff gets left aside, but it's very, very important.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Beautiful. Well,
0: thank you. It's been
1: amazing. Talk
3: to you soon. Thanks. See you later. Bye. Bye.
0: So I think that was quite fascinating and a lot of things came up as usual with Nikki and I. We went from um, entrepreneurism, podcast building, the idea of being a six-year-old organized leader that transferred into a rock star, a songwriter, and a person who has deep sense of, of connection to the community in their job. We also looked at leaving the ego at the door and really digging into your purpose and why you're doing what you're doing. Experience is something that you just have to live through, but also knowing to take on the ownership of that experience is equally as important. Over and over again, we are seeing that being aware is not a superficial understanding of self-knowledge, but a much more critical and challenging perception of who you are, how you relate to the world, and how the world sees your actions. Okay, so if you would like to get in touch with uh, Darren, you can contact him at WebBuzz, the growth marketing agency, at webbuzz.com.au. You can follow him on LinkedIn, and I would highly recommend you jump into his podcast The Nerds of Business, which has hit number three on the Apple iTunes chart. So something really worth digging into.
2: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much.
0: Thank you for listening to The Aware Podcast and we really hope you enjoyed our guest's insight and the little quiz at the end just for a bit of fun. Music for The Aware Podcast is by Tape Machine featuring LFA, The song title is This Is Who I Am. If you would like to be a guest or contact us regarding The Aware platform, please email awarearcgroup at gmail.com. Dot com That's aware, A R C ARC, art, group at gmail.com. We are Nikki Mackey and Sarah Godfrey. See you next time.